K-Jack is back for the Denver Broncos, and there are a lot of questions. How does this impact the Broncos' defense? How does this impact the potential of Caden Stern starting this upcoming season? We discuss that and much more on today's brand-new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are Locked on Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome into a brand new episode of Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Kareem Jackson is back with the Broncos. How does this impact the defense? How does this impact the safety room? These are things we're going to discuss on today's episode of the show. Shout out to all the listeners there of Lockdown Broncos who make us your first listen of the day. Shout out to all the everydayers out there who tune in on YouTube or your favorite audio podcasting platform. Make sure you hit the subscribe or that follow button so you never miss out on a Broncos episode the moment it becomes available. I'm your host as always, Cody Rourke, Broncos reporter from Mile High Sports. Joined alongside as always by my co-host, Sarah Bettinger, site expert, predominantlyorange.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp and BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. Sarah, you know, Kareem Jackson, we found out the news on Monday afternoon that he was going to be returning to the Denver Broncos on a one-year deal, three years in a row where he comes back on a one-year deal. And what's even more impressive is his overall durability over the course of his career because now he's entering year 14 in the NFL and his fifth season with the Denver Broncos. That's right, Cody. And I found it really interesting as Adam Schefter reported this news on Monday when he said that former Houston Texans 2010 first round pick Kareem Jackson re-signs with the Broncos for one year or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but I found it interesting that he referenced Kareem being a 2010 first round pick. And and one of our friends on Twitter, Topher Hart, pointed out to me that Schefter was kind of giving a nod, at least that this was his opinion, that Schefter's giving a nod to the longevity of Kareem Jackson's career by saying that, not necessarily forgetting the fact that obviously he's played for the Denver Broncos since 2019, but highlighting the fact that he's been in the league since 2010, that he's been doing this for a really long time. And we know Kareem has goals of playing 15 years in the league, right? So this is year number five. Now he's going to be having his fifth season as a member of the Denver Broncos. K Jack is back. I'm, I assume that means K Jack TV Cody as well. will be back. And I know the guys in the locker room, we saw Russell Wilson go out on Twitter and, and celebrate this re-signing. We've seen a number of other teammates voice their, you know, pleasure, with just having him back. So I think it's a good move for the Denver Broncos locker room overall. But like you said, we're going to talk about like, what's the impact of the safety position? Cause we know, I mean, Kareem Jackson proved last year, he can still play. Well, you know, aside from that too, I want to throw something else out there. Kareem is the only defensive back from the 2010 NFL draft class that is still playing, which when you look at how hard he plays the game, Sarah, it's crazy to think that he's going into year 14. So obviously, major congratulations to Kareem Jackson. I'm excited for KJAC TV. I'm excited for his annual Christmas giveaway where he brings kids from local Boys and Girls Club and he takes them on a Christmas shopping spree. I'm excited to be able to do that once again with Kareem. What he does in the community is very, very, uh, it's it's important. It often at times goes unspoken for, but I mean, it gives back to so many people 
and and a lot of these kids, it makes their day. So I'm excited to be back on that. But let's talk football here, Sarah. You know, when we look at Kareem from last season, he was the third leading tackler on the team for the Broncos. He had 94 total tackles just behind Josie Jewell, who was the second leading tackler, just behind Alex Singleton, who was the leading tackler of the team last season. And I think it's also important to throw this number out there as well. He played 100% of the team's defensive snaps last season. Yeah, Denver went 5-12. and 12. Man, Kareem continues to play at a high level. Now, I think we can also be open here and say there were a couple times where teams really tried to attack with tight splits, that corner route, and I think Kareem didn't get over in time on a couple. I think the Jaguars game was one of those instances. There was another time there, but for the most part, outside of a couple of hiccups in pass coverage, Kareem honestly still played pretty well last season for the Broncos. I, I think the question we have to now maybe ask is, like, will that be the case here once again in year 14? I think it's fair to ask, right? It's fair to ask whether or not it's going to be him on the back end of that defense as opposed to him maybe playing closer to the line of scrimmage, maybe playing more in the nickel-dime packages. We heard George Payton talk about this. I, I think it was during or right after the draft, Cody, when he was asked about Kareem Jackson, whether or not he was returning. And he said, you know, they had an offer on the table to Kareem as of a few weeks ago. And he he kind of made mention that it was sort of at a reduced role. So I don't know exactly what that means or looks like. Uh, I guess we're fixing to find out, right? As the great Gary Kubiak once said, this this is interesting, though, too, from a vantage point of Vance Joseph being the team's defensive coordinator and referencing Kareem Jackson playing for the Houston Texans to start his career. Remember, back in 2011, Vance Joseph was hired as the secondary coach for Gary Kubiak's Houston Texans, where he coached Kareem Jackson. So this is not only a return to the Denver Broncos for K-Jack, it's also a very unique kind of reunion between he and Vance Joseph as, as far as the last time Vance coached him in Houston, right? He was a cornerback. He was a first round corner. So maybe does Kareem go back to those roots a little bit? Like we talked about K1 Williams. What happens if, if he goes down with injury? Could Kareem Jackson feasibly play the nickel position? I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know what they're envisioning for him, Cody. But like you mentioned, he did not have to come off the field despite his physical style of play. And I kind of want to see personally, this has been my thing about Kareem Jackson coming back if he was going to come back. I kind of hope we get to see him attack the line of scrimmage more. I hope we get to see him blitzing a bit more to use that aggressiveness, to use that veteran you know, uh, wisdom that he's got to be able to, to time the snap, to rush the passer from the defensive back position. I'll be fascinated to see what Vance Joseph has in mind for him because as we know, we've been talking about this, Every player, seemingly, they've got a clear vision for what they want to do with these guys. And there must be a vision for Kareem if the Broncos decided at this juncture of the offseason right before OTAs are set to begin. And obviously, mandatory minicamp will be June 13th to June 15th. What is the vision for Kareem Jackson? I will say this, from a locker room presence, right? Having a guy like Kareem Jackson is a great thing here. Not only just for the Broncos, but I even think for Sean Payton in his first season as the Broncos head coach. Kareem's presence on the field, off the field is, is important. And I also think it goes and it's good for the safety room as well, because I do want to throw mention here. I talked to Caden Stearns. I talked to PJ Locke last year at one point during the season early on. And I just kind of asked them because I did an interview with Justin. I did an interview with Kareem, kind of a sit down with them. That was for a mile high sports. And I, I wanted to ask PJ and, and Caden about their thoughts on, you know, coming in the NFL, what it's like working with guys like Justin and with Kareem. And 
you know, for a guy like PJ, for a guy like Caden Stearns, they said, you know, you know, before we came to the NFL, we always heard stories, but you know, some veteran guy, you know, veteran guys around the league all over various teams, you know, they, uh, they make it hard for, for young guys or for rookies and they don't necessarily embrace them because, you know, it's competition. He said, Justin and Kareem have never done that. They've always like from day one, they embraced us. They welcomed us in. They mentored us. I mean, these guys go to camps together. You know, you got Kareem's uh, youth camp coming up in Georgia here just in, in a few weeks. You got Justin's camp coming up in Florida. You've got, you know, PJ's coming up in Texas. All these guys are going to be there because they support one another. They have great bonds off the field. That's what Kareem Jackson does. He's a glue guy in that locker room. And I'm excited to see how it all plays out for the Broncos this upcoming season. What might Kareem's role be for the Broncos? Broncos country, if you have any ideas, you want to share your Broncos analysis, you're watching on YouTube, drop it in the comments down below. If you're listening on your favorite audio podcasting platform, make sure you drop to us on Twitter at CodyWorkNFL, at Sarah Benninger, at LockedOnBroncos. But how does Jackson's return impact the defense from a schematic and from a personnel standpoint? How do the storylines now change at the safety position? We'll dive into that on today's episode Locked on Broncos, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Whether it's dealing with trauma from the past, whether it's dealing with trying to find more healthy coping skills or to be able to set boundaries with people, BetterHelp helps you do that with therapy here today. And if you think you're starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. Hey, Jack is back, back again, Cody. And how does the return of Kareem Jackson impact this Denver Broncos defense? For those of you listening, watching on YouTube, feel free, sound off in the comments. Hit Cody and I up on Twitter. Tell us what your thoughts are on this move for the Denver Broncos and what the impact is going to be. Do you like the move? Do you dislike the move? I think, Cody, where this is kind of drawing some tension among Broncos country is not just the impact that Kareem can have on the defense, but really the domino effect of what this has on the depth chart. I'm going to throw this to you. Do you think Kareem Jackson is going to be the starting safety along with Justin Simmons here again in 2023? Yeah, this is a, this is a great question, right? Because we had all coming into the offseason, even after the NFL draft, we the idea that we had in our mind was, okay, projecting on paper, it seems like Justin Simmons and Caden Stearns are going to be the starters. I don't know if that changes now with the return of Kareem Jackson, right? But I think that's also part of it too. You know, you mentioned what George Payne said potentially about a a reduced role. Does that mean that maybe Kareem starts in certain sub packages and Caden starts maybe in the base? I'm not entirely sure what what the plan is. I mean, we're still a long ways out from training camp. We're still a little bit ways out from the NFL preseason. But if, but for me, I think that you have to find balance here, right? And I know it's cliche to say that, but. For George Payton, he invested a lot of capital into Caden Stearns. You know, Caden has been a playmaker. The only unfortunate thing that has happened with Caden Stearns and his time as a Bronco is dealing with injuries. Aside from that, when on the field, when healthy, he is a talented playmaker. He's demonstrated growth, but the injuries have definitely been a concern. Whereas you look at Kareem Jackson, 
He's been nothing but durable despite his hard-hitting style of play, even when he was year 13 last year. Now going into year 14, he's in a very good place physically, and so I think it begs the question, what does Vance Joseph value? How do, what does he want? What does Sean Payton want, ultimately? Because it's going to be up to Sean Payton and Vance Joseph at the end of the day to determine what happens. George Payton can say, hey, you know, we need to see more out of Caden Stearns. We, I want to see him start. I want to see him get opportunities, right? Because you invested capital. You can't just let it fall by the wayside and let a guy go behind on the depth chart and then test free agency and then bounce maybe to another team and get the opportunity when he could have had it there. So I think there are a multitude of things that the Broncos have to look at. I I don't want to be the guy to make that decision. So I don't envy, you know, the coaching staff there. But I, I do think that Denver's safety room right now, I mean, Sarah, when you look at it, I think they're in a really great place in terms of depth, right? Remember a few years ago, you and I were doing a podcast and we were sitting here talking about, man, the Broncos are one injury away from being in dire straits at safety. Look, Justin went down with an injury last year. Kate Stern stepped up alongside Kareem and they played fantastic. There was no drop off in the defense's play. And then Justin returns, Caden Stearns goes down. It's just unfortunate, right? So the safety position is super important in the NFL. They got the guys to do it. But maybe even asking you this question, too, to expand on Caden Stearns, and I want to get your thoughts on that. But how does it also impact guys like P.J. Locke? How does it impact maybe the plans for J.L. Skinner, who we just did an episode on a few days ago talking about the hybrid role he could potentially play on defense? Delarian Turner, yell. How does this impact the entire safety room? I'm eager for your thoughts, my friend. Well, these boys are going to have to go out and make some plays on special teams, aren't they? They're going to have to find a way to stand out, to differentiate themselves, to prove that they can be versatile players. And I think that that's going to be the ultimate key in this. As you expect teams nowadays to keep 10 or 11, maybe in some cases 12 defensive backs, depending on the roster, I think the Broncos are in a position right now to maybe keep six corners and five safeties, maybe keep six safeties and five corners. It, it kind of gives you that roster flexibility. It raises the floor of the room. And it's kind of a, it's kind of one of those things where there's like this tension between you really love Kareem Jackson. You, you want to see him be able to achieve his personal goal and dreams of playing those 15 years in the NFL. Like the fact that he's in his fifth year with the Broncos, Cody, I mean, time really flies. There was a, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago now the Broncos were signing him in free agency, bringing him in as a potential Remember, at the time. They really needed help at the cornerback yeah. position and he was signed and everybody's like, oh, he's going to be uh, the, the corner that they've been missing. <laughs> no, we're going to transition him to safety, you know? So it was just a, it's just been a crazy circumstance for him overall in terms of his path with the Denver Broncos and where he was before that playing the nickel playing outside corner in Houston. So I'm going to be fascinated to see what this does mean for guys like PJ Locke, JL Skinner, Delarian, Turner, Yell. I don't know. I, I think that's going to be the fun part to see what is that, what, what, what does this competition bring out in those guys? Because Kareem Jackson just raises the floor of the room. That means that, hey, if we're grading on the curve of you guys all being young, that curve is no longer there, right? You don't get to be graded on a curve anymore. Now you're being graded on the curve of, Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson, who for the first few years that they were together, they're considered the best safety duo in the NFL by a lot of people. So you're no longer getting graded on the curve of, well, he's a young player. You know, we'll kind of lower the curve a little bit because he's young. No, now it's like, hey, you got to be better than Kareem Jackson if you want to get on the field. So I think that helps everybody. I really do. And I think what's, what's also very interesting about this, Cody, we talk about the fo football aspect. But what about the financial aspect I found this tweet from Mike Kliss to be very interesting. I didn't include this in the notes, but it just popped into my head 
as we're talking about it. Mike Kliss reporting, I'm going to quote what he said here. He said, it's a one-year, $2.667, you know, $5 million deal for Kareem Jackson as Broncos maxed out their four-year qualifying offer, which goes to veterans who had four consecutive years with one team. Broncos also get $1.35 million in cap relief from the deal. So if I'm reading that correctly, Cody, it seems like the Broncos not only benefit by having K-Jack on the roster, but they also benefit in terms of getting over a million dollars in salary cap relief just by bringing him back. So I don't know how exactly that works, but I, I think that's fantastic aspect of this whole deal. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's an underrated element of it because you don't normally see things like that happen. And especially at this juncture, right? You go through free agency, you make your big time signings, you have your draft class, you're going to have to obviously have to allocate some funds toward your draft class. Luckily, Denver's draft class is small relative in comparison to prior years with George Payton. But then now you, you know, hey, you bring back a veteran guy who's been playing, you know, for a long time, has an impact for you in a positive way. Oh, and you know, in, in order to sign him, guess what? It's going to give you financial relief. If only we could do that in our lives, we could sign something or do something that gives us financial relief in our everyday and what we do, my friend. But yeah, I think these are some interesting things to kind of throw out there. And I also think maybe the benefit for Sean Payton in his first year as a head coach is we know the on-field product has to change, right? The on-field culture has to change. There's nothing in the Broncos locker room culture right now, though, Sarah, that needs to be changed at all. They're in good hands with Russell Wilson. There's people who don't think that he's a leader. I can tell you with 100% certainty, he is a leader. He is respected in that locker room. You see it in there. I've noticed it. I've witnessed it firsthand being in the locker room. You've got Justin Simmons. You've got Kareem Jackson. I mean, Denver's got a pretty solid group of you know, of a team nucleus that has veteran solidified leadership. To me, that is important. It's going to help the young guys and it's going to help Sean Payton in his first season as the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Broncos country, we're eager for your thoughts. How does Jackson's return impact the defense? How does it impact Caden Stearns? What are your thoughts? We want to hear from you, Broncos country. So if you're watching on YouTube, drop it in the comments down below. If you're listening on your favorite audio podcasting platform, shoot us a line on Twitter at Cody Work NFL at Sir Bettinger at Locked on Broncos. But as always, we appreciate you, Broncos country. We're going to continue to talk about the safety position. We're going to share our thoughts and our predictions as to maybe how the safety position plays out this upcoming season. You'll get that on today's episode, Locked on Broncos. Real quick, let me tell you about an exciting thing that we have coming up for you this NFL season and something you can do right now. The Locked on Broncos podcast and the Locked on Podcast Network have partnered with SiriusXM. So if you have the SiriusXM app, you can now get Lockdown Broncos every single day within the app there. And then when the season rolls around, there will be some special things that we'll be doing with Sirius XM as well. So make sure you check it out, Sirius XM, and listen to Lockdown Broncos podcast every single day. How does the safety position play out for the Broncos this upcoming season? It's an interesting question we're going to throw out to Broncos country as well. Just want to say thank you so much to everybody for listening, making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day. Shout out to all the everydayers who listen Monday through Friday and shout out to the casual fan as well that listens, you know, a few times a week. We want to bump you up to the everyday status if you haven't done so already. We're grateful for you, Broncos country. You make the show exactly what it is. We appreciate you so much. Sarah, let's go into our predictions, right? We always take the case to court. We always share our thoughts and Broncos country, you're encouraged to chime in along as you're watching or listening to this podcast. Your feedback and your thoughts are very, very important to us. But as it comes to the safety position, how do you necessarily see things playing out for the Broncos 
at this position this upcoming season with Vance Joseph, with the return of Kareem Jackson. I mean, there's so many variables to consider right now. How do you think it all plays out? Well, I have to think that, you know, Kareem Jackson coming back, that there's got to be some kind of an understanding that, hey, the goal is to get Caden Stearns into the lineup more. And I think we saw that kind of starting to happen last year. I know you mentioned the injury to Justin Simmons, maybe played a little bit into that early on as well. But I, I also think just in general, we were seeing more of Caden Stearns early on and it kind of culminated in that Colts game where we really saw him just kind of step up and make those huge plays, the, the interceptions off Matt Ryan. And I think that has to be a priority this season to get Caden Stearns more snaps to quite frankly, get him into the starting lineup. And I think Kareem Jackson has to understand, okay, my role is shifting. I'm still going to play, but this guy is going to be the guy on the back end, you know, and I'm going to be more playing in that nickel dime role. I just, I think that has to kind of be the trajectory for the Broncos, unless they really don't think Cody, that, that Caden Stearns can play that role long-term. If that's the case, then I think maybe you're in a bit more of a, hot water situation than you thought, but I would, I would hope my hope is that this situation plays out to where Caden Stearns is the starter next to Justin Simmons and Kareem is there to not just be a mentor, but to be a role player in the defense. And I think his salary kind of indicates where the Broncos are at in terms of that being the case. And I think also too, just the fact that you mentioned it, maybe some late rotations last year, maybe playing better, uh, attacking the line of scrimmage than playing back in coverage than we've previously seen from K-Jack. I think there's a way that he can even further evolve as he went from playing outside corner in Houston to playing nickel to playing safety in Denver to doing all these different things. I think there's a way that he can even further evolve to still be that guy that, hey, 22 is making the highlight reel, but it's not necessarily because he's playing in that too high look with Justin Simmons. No, and I also think as well, Kareem has always embraced whatever role, you know, the team has kind of asked him to kind of take on. And I think that was early. I mean, it's crazy to think that Kareem's first year with the Broncos was Joe Flacco's at the Broncos. And I remember watching that Raiders game week one saying, oh, my gosh, the Broncos need help at cornerback, right? Because we were talking about Isaac Yadam on the outside. You had Chris Harris Jr. And, you know, you had Kareem who had to step and play in the nickel because Bryce Callahan was still hurt at that point. And then he made the move to safety, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, what's going on here? Like, he and Justin Simmons, they're feeding off each other really well. They're playing at a high level. And then you have the Kareem Jackson revenge game against the Houston Texans where, you know, Drew Locke and company, they go in and they just absolutely destroy the Texans. Kareem goes in and has the game of his life. I mean, like, what a moment that was going back in hindsight and looking at Kareem coming back to the place that drafted him or he left where they didn't want him back. And he destroys DeAndre Hopkins. He has a fumble recovery for a touchdown. If I'm not mistaken, he also had an interception that game. So he just kind of like really channeled that energy into Houston. But now I think he can channel that same energy into helping the Broncos defense continue to play at a high level. And even if that's in a reduced role, right? Because we talked about when the Broncos played the Baltimore Ravens a couple years ago, and we saw Caden Stearns come in and get those sacks on, obviously, Lamar Jackson. We thought to ourselves, hey, what if you put Caden back there and you put you know Kareem up in the box a little bit to maybe play that blitzing role inside the nickel or the dime? I mean, it's not a bad idea to have. And look, I mean, we even talked about it with the J.L. Skinner episode, Sarah. You can go in dime where you can have Sertan, you can have Mathis on the outside, you can have Caden Stearns and Justin on the back end of the safety, you can have K1 inside one of the slot positions, and then why not have Kareem Jackson there as well? 
ultimate protection against the run while still being able to be have the coverage dynamic that you need against some of the spread amount teams. I think that Vance Joseph and Sean Payton can get very creative, but I also think that maybe for Kareem, as you mentioned as well, I think he understands like, hey, here I am in year 14. I want to play year 14. I want to play year 15, and then I'm going to retire. And who knows what he's going to go into. He could go into media. He's very good at what he does. But at this point, it's like it allows me to kind of pass the torch while still preserving my legacy as a player. And I think ultimately for for Kareem, the impact and that legacy, you want it to be felt not only just from his time in the NFL, but also the impact and the legacy he created for some of these other players that are on the Broncos roster. I think those are some interesting things to throw out here as well. What are your thoughts on that? Do you have any closing arguments you would like to make? No, I think the, that's well said, Cody. And I think it's, you know, overall an exciting thing. I not I know not everybody in Broncos country, even to a degree myself, wanted to see this happen for the sake of the young players getting on the field. But look, you can't argue with a guy raising the floor of a room. You can't argue with a guy who comes in and gives you a veteran presence, somebody who's good for your locker room, somebody who, you know, can can be part of that culture that you want to build in Denver. And I think that's where, Kate, uh, excuse me, that's where Kareem Jackson can really excel as he enters year 14, potentially year 15 after this one to see, okay, hey, how can you help us get back to Remember in 2019, the the hope was that the Broncos with Vic Fangio, they could get to back to the playoffs and get back to the point of competing again. I think it's cool that Kareem really wants to see that through in Denver. I yeah. doubt that he's, you know, had, I, I'm sure he's had other opportunities to take jobs with other teams, Cody, and to be part of other teams, maybe better teams. But I would love to see him be able to get the Broncos back to that point. Now this is his fifth year with the team. Let's get this team back to the postseason. Let's see if Kareem Jackson, who's who played some playoff games with the Houston Texans, of course, you know, let's see if they can get back. Let's see if they can get back to doing those kinds of things, playing those high leverage games and let his playmaking ability as a, you know, an aggressive attacking defensive back shine through in clutch moments. I can, you know, finally beat the Chiefs for once. That's also something that would be nice to be able to have Kareem Jackson be part of that because, look, it's been, it's been a while since the Broncos have done that, sir. And hopefully 2023 will be the season where Denver at least gets one on the defending Super Bowl champions. But Broncos country, that will wrap up today's episode. Locked on Broncos. We're grateful for all of you for tuning in. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And shout out to all you everydayers out there. If you're an everyday listener, here's what you can expect on tomorrow's episode of the show. Originally, we were going to do an episode on Alex Forsyth today, but the Kareem Jackson news takes precedence. So tomorrow's episode of the show, we're going to tell you why you shouldn't sleep on Alex Forsyth, why you shouldn't write him off the way that we see some people doing so already. There's competition at center, and his name is very much in play to be a starter for the Broncos, potentially, as a rookie. You'll get that and much more on tomorrow's brand new episode. 